You're listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Well, good morning, everybody. You're listening to Life of Revival Radio. I'm your host, Zachary Weber. I'm also the pastor of the River Church right here in Coshocton, Ohio. We would love for you to come out this morning. Our service begins at 10 a.m. This is actually our last Sunday at our current location. Our current location is 212 South 7th Street, right here in Coshocton, Ohio. But next Sunday, we will be moving into a new building. It's right on the corner of Pine and River Road, and the address is 51 Pine Street, Coshocton, Ohio. That's going to be next Sunday at 10 a.m. So we're switching buildings, going to a bigger place. So we would love for you to come and visit us at the River Church. Once again, today is our last Sunday over on 7th Street. And next Sunday, we will be on the corner of Pine and River Road. Also, if you're not doing this already, you can go to Facebook and follow us there. Facebook.com slash The River Coshocton. You can catch our service times live right on Facebook. So follow us on there. And also we're on Instagram at River Coshocton. We post pictures of our outreaches and services and revivals and everything that God is doing. So give us a follow, give us a like on social media, and you can stay up to date with everything that God is doing, everything the church is doing. We'd love for you to be involved any way that you can. Well, this morning I want to talk to you about discouragement and how to overcome discouragement biblically. The definition of discouraged is having lost confidence or hope, dejected and disheartened. It also means lacking in resolution, which resolution means to be determined and unwavering. You know, it's so important to understand that the devil is a thief. Jesus said in John 10 and verse 10 that the devil comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. One of the things the devil comes to do is to steal. And one thing he wants to steal is your hope. He's a hope thief. He wants to steal your hope. He wants to steal your joy. And he wants to steal your peace. And if he can, he wants to kill your destiny and destroy you. But praise God, we've been given authority and power over all the works of the enemy. And you can go read that in the book of Luke chapter 10. Jesus said, behold, I've given unto you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So, you know, the enemy will come and he'll manipulate the circumstances. He'll try to intimidate you. He'll try to lie to you and say that God's not going to come through for you. But I got news for you. The devil is a liar and God's word is true. God will make a way where there is no way. When the devil digs a ditch for you, he'll fall in it himself. You're going to go forward. You're not going to go backwards in 2020. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says that you're the head and not the tail, above only and never beneath. And then the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 2, it says that Christ is seated above all principality and power and ruler and dominion and every name that's named. And the Bible says in Ephesians 2, and he has seated us together, the Father. It says that God has seated us together with Christ in heavenly places. We are seated together with Christ far above the enemy, far above the devil. So as he comes to steal and to kill, always remember that you're seated above him. Victory is yours. Deliverance is yours. Freedom is yours. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's freedom. It says in Colossians that when you got saved, you were brought out of the authority that the devil had over you. You were brought out of the kingdom of darkness and you were brought into the kingdom of light. You were, you were removed from the devil's authority. He had, what does that mean? You had, <laughs> hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil has no right nor authority to hurt you in any way whatsoever. And when he does attack, you have authority and a right in the name of Jesus to tell him to go. And the Bible says in Romans that God will cause all things to work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. That means this situation that you're in right now is going to turn around and start working together for your good. Hallelujah. And it's going to give glory to God. If you believe that, wherever you're listening, just say amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's scriptural to go through trials, tribulation, distress, and difficult situations, but it is not scriptural for a believer to ever be defeated. It's unscriptural. No person in the Bible whose heart was right with God and who understood their position with the Lord was ever defeated. God always came through. He always made a way where there was no way. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 2 and verse 11. It says, In order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. So the devil has schemes, and you need to be aware of it. First Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, runs around like a roaring lion, seeking someone that he may devour. So the Bible tells us to be sober. The Bible tells us to be vigilant. You have to be vigilant that the enemy is coming to steal. You got to be vigilant when the enemy is coming to kill and to destroy something that God is doing in your life. You need to stand up boldly, rise up in the name of Jesus. As the Bible says in Isaiah, arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has come upon you. You need to stand up and say no to the devil and just declare boldly that no weapon formed against against me shall prosper. That weapon that's been formed against your health, that weapon that's been formed against your finances, that weapon that's been uh, formed against your marriage or your children or your family, it shall not prosper in 2020 in the name of Jesus. The devil might have tried to attack you all through 2019, but I believe that in 2020, you're going to rise up. It's going to turn around and you're going to start attacking the devil in Jesus name. 
Someone says, how do I attack the devil? Well, there's a lot of ways you can do it. But one of the best ways is to tell people about Jesus. One of the best ways that you can dismantle the devil is preach the gospel to people, but also declare the word of the Lord over your life. We just had a New Year's Day celebration at the River Church. And one thing we did we decreed and we declared about 20 different Bible scripture, Bible promises over our life because God said in his word that I'm watchful over my word to perform it. And the Bible says in Mark 16 that the Lord worked with them, confirming the word with signs following. So we're going to see at the River Church the word of the Lord confirmed and performed in our life. Hallelujah. So you can dismantle the enemy by having the word of God as the foundation of your life, where you stand upon the word of God. Amen. The Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You resist the devil by standing upon the word of God and say, absolutely not. It is written. It is written. It is written. That's what Jesus did when the enemy came to tempt him. Amen. The Bible says in first Peter five to stand against the enemy. You stand against the enemy by standing on the word of God, unwavering, unwavering. Amen. Jesus said in this life, he said, storms are going to come to you. He said, storms will come, but he said, a wise man builds his life upon my word. And when the storms of life come, he will not fall. But he said, a foolish person does not build his life upon my word. And when the storms come, he falls. So you want to be a wise person in 2020 and stand upon the word of God. And I'm telling you, when that storm comes, you're going to stand through it. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, I feel so good. I'm so happy for you because I believe that this is a year that you're going to see victory, that you're going to see breakthrough, that you're going to see God's best in the name of Jesus. So we're talking about discouragement. So I wanted to say all that because I want to say this, but I want you to understand that the devil is a hope thief and he will come the enemy to discourage you. The Bible says we're not fighting flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. So there are demonic spirits that will come to bring discouragement on you. And you got to understand the source of where that's coming from. It's demonic, especially when you're trying to obey God and live for him. You know, the enemy will discourage you from going to church. He'll discourage you from reading your Bible. He'll discourage you from praying. He'll discourage you from believing for God's best, for believing for healing, for believing for prosperity, provision, whatever it is, the enemy will come to discourage you. He'll even use people around you to bring discouragement. I've even seen him use pastors sometimes to bring discouragement to people. Amen. Amen. So come on, you got to recognize I'm not fighting flesh and blood, the Bible says. I'm fighting a, a, a spiritual battle here. So, discouragement. Psalm 43 and verse 5. This is David speaking. Now, David was a mighty man of God, but he had times of great discouragement. And in Psalms 43, verse 5, he said, Why am I discouraged? And why is my heart so sad? He said, I will put my hope in in God. I will praise him again, my savior and my God. Now look at this. There's a key in this verse right here. He says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? So here he recognizes that he's discouraged and then he confronts the discouragement that he's feeling. 
You know, sometimes you need to tell your feelings to line up with the word of God. David told his feelings. He told himself. He dealt with himself in this verse. He said, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? He said, I will put my hope in God. And then he said, and I will praise him again, my savior and my God. You know, part of getting out of discouragement is making the decision that I will. It's an act of your will. It's a choice and it's a decision that you make. I will put my hope back in God and I will praise him once again. It's a decision you make. You have to choose to put your hope back in God because that really is the root of discouragement is people lose hope and they lose their hope in God or they stop hoping in God. But I want to tell you in 2020, if you put your hope back in God, you're going to see God's best. You're going to see God's breakthrough. That joy that you once had is going to come back. That peace you once knew is going to come back to you. I want to tell you this morning, even as you're listening to this radio broadcast, put your hope back in God. He's going to come through for you. He's going to make a way where there is no way, and he'll make the crooked path straight. He'll go before you in 2020. Oh, hallelujah. I believe this will be your year. It'll be your greatest year, but you have to hope in him. Amen. It's a decision you make. Paul or, or David said, I will, I will. I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again. Amen. Which the Bible says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's something that you, if you're feeling heavy, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling discouraged or whatever else you have to. And Isaiah, it says, put on the garment of praise. You have to put on the garment. You have to begin by an act of your will, by a decision that you make to start praising God, to start worshiping God. And the Bible says that as you praise him and as you worship him, that God inhabits the praises of his people. So I want to tell you right now, you might be in a pressing situation, a discouraging situation, a hopeless situation. As you praise God, as you pray, as you worship him, you put on that garment of praise. God will inhabit that situation and it will turn around in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at Paul and Silas. In the book of Acts, the Bible says that they were beaten and thrown in prison. They were thrown in jail and, and their, their feet and their hands were put in chains. They were thrown into the innermost dungeon of that jail. And the Bible says that at the midnight hour, Paul and Silas prayed and they sang <laughs> praises unto God. Now, they didn't complain. They didn't murmur. They didn't talk about how discouraged they were because they were out preaching the gospel and now they're in prison. Now they're in jail. It says they prayed and sang praises unto God. And the Bible says that at the midnight hour, as they were singing, suddenly there was a great earthquake and all their chains fell off and all the prison doors were open and everybody in the jail cell that heard them, all of their chains fell off. Hallelujah. That's you. As you begin to worship and as you begin to praise him, the chains will fall off. The chains of fear will fall off. The chains of discouragement will fall off. Sickness and disease will fall 
fall off. Poverty and lack will fall off. Depression will fall off as you lift up that name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. As you begin to praise him, suddenly something's going to happen. God's going to come through. There's going to be a shaking that takes place. And freedom and deliverance is going to come. Paul said, or David said, I don't know why I keep calling him Paul. David said, I will put my hope in God and I will praise him again. My Savior and my God. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus isn't just our Savior from an eternity in hell. He's our Savior now in whatever situation that you're going through. Hallelujah. In fact, you have the power in your praise and in your worship and in you putting your hope to, uh, back in God to see a turnaround today in Jesus name. So come on, even, even through this broadcast, man, if I was you, I'd start shouting. I'd start praising. I'd start telling God how good he is. I'd start telling him how awesome he is. He's mighty to save. He's mighty to heal. He's mighty to deliver and he's mighty to set free. He's going to come through for you. He's no respecter of persons. If he did it for me, he's going to do it for you. And think that even when you were at your worst, he came through for you then. He's going to come through for you now. Amen. Because the Bible says while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us and he showed his love for us in that. Amen. Because he loved you in your worst of your worst state. Christ died for you. Isn't that awesome? Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> He's a good God. He's a good God. It's a decision you have to make to put your hope back in him. It's a decision. You have to choose to hope in God. It's very important that the moment you find yourself feeling discouraged, you don't waller around in it and you don't fall into the sin of feeling sorry for yourself. Yes, feeling sorry for yourself is a sin. The moment you start to feel discouraged, you need to you need to deal with that immediately. The moment you feel that come on to you, you need to immediately check where am I not hoping and trusting God and then make the adjustment and start praising him over it. Amen. So when all the people were against David and they even spoke about stoning him, he became greatly distressed. But the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. First Samuel 30 and verse six. Now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him, but then David strengthened and encouraged himself in the Lord. So David recognized immediately the distress that he was feeling. People were talking about killing him, but the Bible says that David strengthened and encouraged himself in the Lord. You see, you might right now. Maybe people are against you. Maybe people are discouraging you. Maybe the enemy is using people to lie about you, to slander you, to come against you. But you know what? Today is the day that you need to start encouraging yourself once again in the Lord. The Lord is going to see you through any and every situation. He is near to those who, to all who call upon his name. Now, David, once again, in Psalm 27 and verse 13, he said, yet I am confident that I will see see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. 
(laughs) I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. You know what? I believe that for you in 2020. I believe it's going to be your year that you're going to see the Lord's goodness. If you believe that, let the devil know. Just say a living amen. (laughs) Amen. God's going to come through for you. You will see the Lord's goodness. You will see what he's promised you. Don't let the devil steal your hope. Some people give up on the brink of the greatest breakthrough of their life. I want to pray for you this morning. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus over every person under the sound of my voice that's listening by way of radio, that's listening by way of podcast. Father, I pray over them for every person that's feeling discouraged. I pray that this discouragement, that as they put their hope back on you and as they put their eyes on heavenly things and not earthly things, that Lord, that every bit of this discouragement would be broke from off of their life, even today, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just speak to every storm and we say, peace be still. Every attack of the enemy, Lord, every trial, every tribulation, Lord, every difficult and discouraging situation, we thank you that your word says that it will turn around and work together for the good of those who love you and who are called according to your purpose. So, Lord, we thank you that even this month, we would begin to see the turnaround. Even this week, In the mighty name of Jesus, we speak to these situations and we command them in the mighty name of Jesus to turn around and to begin to work together for good. Father, we thank you that you're a good God and that we will see your goodness. So, Father, I thank you even today. Discouragement is broken. Fear is broken. Anxiety and distress is broken. In Jesus' name. And I pray that you would fill each person afresh with your anointing, power, and your spirit to run the race in 2020. Lord, let each of them see big things in Jesus' name. Well, I hope that this was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can go to therivercashocton.com and let us know that you are listening. You can submit prayer requests by going to our website. Under the contact section, there's a prayer request button that you can click. We pray over everything that comes in. We would love to hear from you. Also, I just want to remind you that our service this morning begins at 10 a.m. The River Church, the main event, Sunday morning service, 10 a.m. We're located at 212 South 7th Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. We would love to see you come out this morning. And once again, just a reminder that today, which is January 5th, is our last Sunday morning at our current location. So our current location is 212 South 7th Street, Coshocton, Ohio. Next Sunday, which is January 12th, we will be on the corner of River Road and Pine. We're switching buildings. So the address is 51 Pine Street, and that's right on the corner of Pine and River Road. Our service still begins at 10 a.m. We would love for you to come out to our first service in this brand new building. It's going to be an awesome service. And of course, this morning, January 5th, is going to be a 
powerful blowout service. It's the first Sunday of the new year. It's going to be an epic celebration service. We're going to praise and worship in the new year and then thank God for everything he did in 2019. So you don't want to miss it. So once again, 10 a.m., The River Church. You can go to theriverkashokton.com for directions and additional service times. Also, if you're not following us already, you can go to facebook.com slash theriverkashokton and see the replays of all of our Sunday services. And you can also watch us live. So avail yourself to that. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at River Kishokton and see pictures and everything on there. And one other thing, if you're enjoying these broadcasts, I just want to let you know that you can listen to the replay of this morning as well as all of our radio broadcasts by looking up Life of Revival on wherever you can find podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. If you can find podcasts, you'll probably be able to find us. So you can, once again, just look up Life of Revival and you will find all the replays of these radio broadcasts on there. Well, just before we end the broadcast this morning, I have a very quick but important question to ask each one of you. If you were to die this very moment, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? If the answer is no, or I hope so, or maybe, then there's a prayer that I want you to pray this morning where you can know for sure, you can know 100% that when you breathe out your last breath, you would go and be in the arms of Jesus. If you're listening to the show and you fit into one of these three categories, I would love to pray with you and for you. Number one, if you've never given your life to God, if you've never said, Jesus, come and be the Lord of my life, today can be your day. Today can be a fresh start. It can be a new beginning. The Bible says, well, God said in his word that I will take out the stony heart and put in a heart of flesh, a new spirit I'll put on the inside of you. The Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, and that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the Bible says if we believe in our heart, and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we shall be saved. Today you can make a decision that will impact your eternity. When you die, you're going to go to one or two places. There's a heaven to gain and there's a hell to shun, and this is your morning. Number two, if you're listening and maybe you've given your life to the Lord in days gone by, but you know that you're not serving the Lord the way that you should. Maybe you've grown cold. Maybe you've grown lukewarm. And uh, maybe you lost that joy or that peace or that fire that you once had. And if I was to ask you on a scale of one to 10, how's your relationship with God? You know, if you could tell me anything other than 10, that technically means you're backslidden. And today you can come back to the Lord. There's many things that happen that come to discourage us, that come to knock the wind out of our sail. But today Jesus stands with arms wide open and he says, come unto me, all you who are heavy laden and weary, I will give you rest. Learn of me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Today he will restore the joy of your salvation. Today can be a fresh start with him. Number three, if you're listening and maybe 
you're not sure. Maybe the devil's just always lying to you and telling you that you're not really saved, but you love the Lord. But today you just want to make sure that if you breathed out your last breath, you would go and be in the arms of Jesus. If that's you listening this morning, I want you to pray this prayer with me, with your heart and your lips out loud. If you mean business with God, God means business with you this morning. If that's you, pray this prayer after me with your heart and your lips. Say this, say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free. Thank you that you died for me. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Now just declare this. Say, I am saved. I'm born again. I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Now, Father God, I pray over every single person that prayed that prayer. Seal them even now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day, let not one person be missing in Jesus name. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to send you something. If you could go to theriverkashockton.com and send us an email. Uh, you could also just message us on Facebook and let us know that you prayed that prayer this morning. We want to send you something that's really going to help you in your walk with God. Amen. Well, we are out of time, everybody. I love you. Jesus loves you. God bless you. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope you have a fantastic 2020. I have to tell you that it is such an honor to be able to come to you by way of radio. And uh, also just want to make mention that the Lord spoke to me to expand radio into other, uh, other radio networks. So if you would like to be a part of that and give, you can go to theriverkashockton.com. There's an online giving section. If you would like to give financially towards that, you can do that and be a part of what God is going to do over the radio. We're, we're planning by the end of 2020 to go across the whole of Ohio on radio. So if you want to be a part, you can do that. Anyway, thank you so much for listening this morning. I hope that this was a great blessing to you. Don't forget to join us this morning at the River Church. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 10 a.m. You can go to www.theriverkashockton.com. Get all the information that you need on there. We're located at 212 South 7th Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. So we'll see you guys next week at 8.30 a.m. Life of Revival Radio. Thank you for listening.